0: The last thing we're discussing was a woman who vowed she's not going to have any benefit from the creatures of the world. Her husband cannot annul, but she could uh, She could go take food from Leket Shekhan Pe'ah in people's fields. And we want to understand, is the husband considered part of the Beriyot or not? Ola explained that her husband is not part of the Beriyot. She didn't vow from him. The reason he cannot annul is because she could still go get Leket Shekhan Pe'ah. So it's not she's not suffering. Rabbah explained that the husband is part of the Beriyot, and the reason he cannot annul is because she could go get like peah. And the Rav Nuhammad explained that which he totally changed the case that the husband is not part of the Beriyot, and the the reason he cannot annul. We're talking about a case where they got divorced, then she goes back to being asur from him because uh, because she could go get like peah. And with that, we're going to start Pedal Aleph, first word on the page, which is Etiveh. Etive. Rav 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 has a question to Rav Nahman. You want to tell me that the husband is not part of the beriyot? Do you really want to tell me when a woman vows that she's not going to have any benefit from the creatures of the world, she's not talking about her husband? If a woman says that she is removed from Jewish people, meaning I'm not going to have any benefit from Tashmish, meaning I'm not going to be with another Jew, the husband, Yafir he should annul his part, and let her be with him. So she can be with her husband and she's going to be removed from everyone else. His vow is going to be something like al Benah. It's going to be between the him and her. And therefore, his annulment doesn't work for everyone else. It only works for him. But who cares? They're going to be Mutar. Everyone else, Asur. Now, if you want to say the husband is not part of the creature's meaning that thou is about something like fruits because it can't be about tashmish because tashmish, she's a sur from everyone anyways. So then, nidra'inu nefesh, and then the fruits are nidra'inu nefesh, and you should be able to annul forever, not just from him, but uh, everyone's also. So why are you saying he's only annulling his part? So the explains, so Rabbul Nachman answers, Rabbul you should explain that Haha. The case of Netula'a Nimina Yehudim is totally different. Why? You, you could clearly see that she's, that she's prohibiting herself from something that is mutar. Netula'a Nimina Yehudim is a language of Tashmish. She's trying to be everyone, including her husband. And that's why her husband steps in and annuls his part and uh, let her be a to everyone else. And we have to say, in general, the husband is not part of the biryot, but over here it is, and that's why it, he annuls only his part. Next, we learned in the Mishnah that a woman who said, "konam biriyot, I, She vows she's not going to have any benefit from the creatures of the world, but still, She's allowed to enjoy, she's allowed to benefit from Leket these are left over or a corner of people's field, which is Hifker to the poor people. But doesn't say anything about the ma'asir that the person has to give on year 3 and 6 of the Shemitah cycle. It doesn't say anything about it. In the, is she allowed to? Is she not allowed? So we're saying she is prohibited from Masirani. The problem is, we have another Braithad that says that she's also mutar to have Masrani. So, Amar of Yosef, Lakash. Yeah, it's not a contradiction. The Braithad that says she is allowed to take Masrani, that's according to Rabbil Yazir. And the Mishnah that's, uh, that we're understanding that she cannot take Masrani is according to Rabbanan. And this is in regards to uh, Demai. Um, Demai is when we're not sure if these fruits, uh, the, whoever you bought it from, gave Terumah or not. Um, during the time of Yohanan uh, Kohen Gadol, they saw the majority of Ben give their teruma, but Maser Rishon, Maser Shani, and Maser Ani, people weren't so careful with. So, therefore, if it's a trustworthy person, a religious person, then you could just eat from his fruits. But if it's a, a ma'arit, then you have to be cautious and give the ma'asrot. So, the thing is, since it's one big safik, you don't necessarily have to give it to ma'asiri, usually goes to the Levi, you could just leave it on the side, you don't have to give it to Levi. Uh, anyways you're eating it in your so okay. And then ani, you could take it, put it aside and you don't have to uh, give it to the Ani. And remember, since it's not Truma, then there's no Hayuv Mita if you ate it. So, someone bought demai from it's he doesn't have to take out ani Because even if you didn't take a Ani he doesn't Keep that pile tevel, so a person doesn't have to separate it. And Hachamim say you could just call it Masirani. This is the, this is the, this part. Let's say the north of the pile, the south of the pile is Masrani, but you don't have to actually pick it up and give it to the poor person. Hachamim hold that Masrani keep if you don't give it, it's uh, tevel. But the problem is because it's demai, you don't actually have to give it. Now, my love, isn't it, that according to one who holds that from Safek, if we're not sure if he gave it or not, it's considered Tevel, and therefore, you have to hold that the owner has a benefit of who he could give it to. He could choose which poor person to give it to, and therefore... He, uh, he he sort of still has some sort of uh, ownership over this. And since the owner has uh, some sort of benefit where he, he could choose who is he giving it to, Lo a woman who vowed that she's not going to benefit from it, she can't take Maasera'ani from it because she's uh, sort of directly having benefit from him. Now, Eno he holds that you don't have to call Masrani Masrani because Kasavas Sefeko Eno He holds that from Safek it's not tevel Sefeko Eno and since it's Safek and it's not tevel therefore let The 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 husband doesn't have the ownership or the rights to give it to whoever he wants. Meaning, if a if a poor person came and grabbed it, it's his and the owner can't take it out of him. And since he doesn't have that benefit, therefore, the woman is allowed to have benefit from it. In this type of case, she would be able to take Maasir Ani. So Rav Yosef wants to explain that the the Mishnah that says she could take Maasir Ani, who holds he does not have a Tobatana, that's why she could take it. And the one that said that she's not allowed to take it is Rabbanan, who held that the husband does have a tobatana, uh, some sort of benefit, and therefore she cannot take it. So Amar Abaye did not like that answer. So he tells Rav Yosef, you don't have to say that the mahlukit between Rabbala is and Rabbanan is if Masrani makes the pile table or not. Mm-hmm. You could say, according to everyone, or that from safiq, the whole thing is table and you know how to eat it maybe they are arguing in a different uh, argument al holds that we don't suspect them of not giving Masrani for sure they give Masrani because the ilum a person could make all of his assets have care and then ani. then he becomes poor. And he could take it himself. So meaning he has some sort of ownership over it. And therefore, let seda. So there's no real loss. Meaning if there's an easy way out of it, then he would just do it. Obviously, if he didn't do that easy route, obviously he gave it already. He for sure gave ma'asir ani. So we don't have to worry about that. The rabbi's hold. A person is not going to make his assets have care because he's scared because maybe someone else would come and take it, and therefore that's why we suspect uh, of not giving uh, the maasir, and that's why they hold that if you take fruits from ama'aret, you have to call it Masirani. So, again, if you if the between them is not. If the, the masrani makes that pile table or not, then again, we have a problem between our Mishnah and the brightad. Our Mishnah that said it cannot take Masrani and the brightad said that the woman could take masrani So rabba, um, brings a different explanation. Kan bi Maasir Ani halek Over here, we're talking about uh, the winter season, where the Masir is uh, given out by the actual uh, owner because it says by ma'asir, it says Levi Lager it says you're supposed to give it to them, and since he's the one giving it during that season therefore he has the tovatana he has that benefit, and then and that's why a woman who vowed from it she cannot take the ani because it's the winter season. However, Khan in the writer says she could take Masriani. We're talking about uh, the summer season where the Masrani is just uh, given out in the actual granary where the owner just places it over there, wherever he crushes the wheat, and poor people just take, it says you just leave it there, and since he's just leaving it there, therefore a woman who vowed that she's not going to benefit, she could take and By the way, the Ran explains, this is referring to a sifri, that shows um, a, a conflict between the psukim, contradiction. On one hand, it says, atel, you have to give it to him. On the other hand, it says, atel, it and it says over there, "can't summer and then winter. In the summer, the owner leaves it over there in the granary, whoever takes takes, and whatever's left over, he and gives it out in the winter season. And some explain the order differently, that in the winter, he gives it out, and whatever, whatever's left over in the summer, he just... Uh, Puts it somewhere and people take. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, if someone said, Kohanim if someone vows that uh, Kohanim and Levim will not benefit from him, they could take uh, their Matnot Kihuna, Leviyah, whether he likes it or not. So, Alma, tobat it sounds like that benefit of you, of the owner choosing who to give it to is not real money. Meaning it's not the owner's real money. It's just he. It's Hashem's money. It's Levim's money. He's just holding it for them. The problem is Emma Sefa. Look at the Sefa. It says, If a person said, These Kohanim are not going to benefit from me. These Levim, meaning Kohen A, B, and C, Levim A, B, and C. The other Kohanim Levim could take. But these, the ones that he vowed from, are not allowed to take. Alma, wanted to show you that Tovatan uh, Amamon that this uh, right to choose who to give it to is considered money, meaning it is the owner's money and he's just choosing who to give it to, which is total opposite of what we just learned. In the the Resha, we're learning that uh, if he makes a vow, they can just come and take, he has no right uh, to to choose. They're the boss over here. It's really their money, he's just the bank. On the other hand, uh, we see in the Sefa, that uh, if he vows from uh, specific people, okay, they can't take, but other people could take, meaning he's the owner, he's the boss, and he has the right to really give it to. So, which one is it? So, not a contradiction. You have to say the end part that says that it's tovata hana as mamon, that it's really the owner's money, that's rabbi. And the first part that said that it's not the owner's money, it's really the Kohanim Levim's money and the owner's holding it, that's Rabbi Yosibrevi Uda. Detanya, we have a beta. If someone steals Tevel that belongs to his friend, Bachelon ate it, Mishalim Lo, demetivlo Lo, He has to pay him for the Tevel. Now, even though there's Trumot and Masrot all mixed over there, you have to pay him for the entire Tevel. But he doesn't have to pay for the trumot and ma'asrot because you only have to pay him whatever hana'ah you would have gotten for giving it. Whatever benefit to give to this kohen or that levi, whatever benefit that's worth, that's what the, the person who ate the table would have to give him, according to Rebi. That's the way the Ran uh, and the explain it. The Ritva argues over here, he holds you have to pay for everything, including the, the price of trumot and ma'asrot mixed in there. So that would be Ribi. And Ribi Yosib, Ribi Uda, Omer, Enom Shalem, El-Demeh Shebo. Uh, Ribi Yosib, says you only have to pay for the Hulin that's there without having to pay for the Tawbah or the Tawbah Tana'ah. And the Gemara. Explains my love be isn't the machloke between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosibar Rabbi Uda as follows the Rabbi holds the reason you have to pay is because tovatanah amamon that right that the owner had to give to whichever kohen Levi he wanted to is considered money and he lost that benefit because of you therefore you have to pay for it the Rabbi Yosibar Rabbi Uda Savar amamon Rabbi Yosibar Rabbi Uda says you don't have to pay because that benefit is not worth anything. It's not your money, and therefore the thief would not have to pay you for it. And we'll see how the Gemara answers up tomorrow, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen amen.